Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. The Home Straight. Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. So you gotta do me a huge favor. You gotta do me a huge favor. You gotta get to the point where you don't need a car anymore. You don't need a house anymore. You don't need to be pushed by anybody anymore. Your dreams, your wives gonna push you. Your spouse is gonna push you. Your child is gonna push you. The need to get better is going to push you. inside of a person it's not the swing the swing is not the thing it's what's in this little brain box here don't tell me about a beautiful swing or how easy a swing or how far he hits it tell me what he's won the mind is the thing i don't know what's in these people's minds i don't know if they're hungry i don't know if they're prepared to suffer i don't know if they're prepared to make the sacrifice being away from your family being away from your country being away from your loved ones I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big sacrifice, and somebody who doesn't want to do it, that's their choice. And so, therefore, we, what we do with our decision on sports in this country is vitally important. We've got to get the best, man, because it brings honor to this country like nothing else. The Home Straight, Kaya FM. Kaya FM, 95.9. Hello, South Africa. On behalf of Namibia Sundown Football Club, we would like to thank... Everybody who's on the front line, the police, the nurses, doctors, the army, volunteers, who are really sending us to save our lives. Let's make those people's jobs easier by washing our hands regularly, sanitizing, social, keeping social distancing, and staying at home. The Home Straight with Musibudi, Monday, 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, 95.9. Good evening and welcome to the home of the Afropolitan. It's Kaya FM, 95.9. My name is Musibudi Whitehead. Thanks for tuning in. And a big thank you to Dr. Cindy Fancel giving us advice on how we can stay healthy during this very difficult time in South Africa as we continue with a 21-day national lockdown We're trying to spread the curb of COVID-19. And the programming all across radio stations, all across television stations, on social media, indeed everywhere has been about the coronavirus. And we are no different here at Kaya FM because the important thing here, as you heard there from Coach Pito Musimane, is that we work together in trying to limit the spread of the coronavirus as hundreds of thousands of people are infected around the globe and thousands die around the globe. We want to make sure that that is not the case in South Africa and it depends upon us. And one sport that speaks to the multitudes, to the millions here in South Africa is football. We heard from Coach Pizzo Musimane and we'll hear from another coach shortly These are coaches who have spoken to the people, the millions before, about footballing matters in the main. And now they use their platform to talk about how we can make this a more bearable situation. How how we can come out a better South Africa, if possible, at the end of COVID-19. So tonight we'll hear from a former... Kaiser Chiefs and currently Golden Arrows coach Steve Compella. Of course, he's also a Bafana Bafana captain. And having played uh, football in Europe, he is a man who I think sometimes is not as well understood as he should be. Because people, you know, there are the jokes and stuff. And he even laughs at his own jokes sometimes. But sometimes perhaps we need to listen a bit more clearly, a bit more carefully to what Steve Compella has to say because there might be something to learn. That's what's coming up on the home straight tonight. And of course, the coronavirus is wreaking havoc with professional sports, especially the sports economy. What's happening on that side? Because people are talking about possible retrenchments after COVID-19 has passed. They're talking about perhaps, shall we say, in inverted commas, the real economy. But don't forget that there is a sports economy. And for betting houses, for example, that I, that mainly the main currency for them is sport. What will happen there? So we'll hear from uh, David Rachidi, who is uh, 
in charge of marketing at Betway South Africa. He'll chat to us towards the end of the show about what this means for them. Uh, they employ a whole lot of people here in South Africa. Uh, and uh, what does COVID-19 mean for those who make their money off professional sports now that we can't see where the end of this will be when professional sport will return? Those will be some of the questions that we'll pose to David Rachidi. And then, of course, you and I are trying to stay fit, but they said we can't jog, we can't walk, we can't walk our dogs. So how are we staying fit at home? I've seen people doing all sorts of challenges, some with more success than others. We'll hear from uh, someone who knows what it takes to be fit. She's been here, a guest on KFM before. She was uh, speaking to Skumba and Dumiso on Good Friday, not too long ago in January. Uh, Queen Fitness uh, Mapula, and she posts lots of interesting videos about how to stay fit. So you can follow her on Twitter and Insta. We'll give out those details later. But importantly for us, she tells us how we can stay fit. If all I've got is a little balcony, or I don't even have a balcony, I'm just living in in my two room. What space do I have to get fit? What space do I need? Some of the questions that Mapule will answer for us. That's what's coming up on the home straight tonight. Steve Compella is on the line and we are going to talk to him. But I will direct your attention first and foremost to this. This goes back to 2017 when Steve Compella was still a coach at Kaiser Chiefs. At the time, the fans were calling for his head. But I guess this could apply to any time, not necessarily football. He talks here about the importance of having a plan and sticking to it. You were speaking then, but the same applies now. There's a plan. The national lockdown is a plan. That's all it is. It says this is how we're going to tackle COVID-19 in South Africa. We're going to close shops. We're going to close all businesses. We're asking you to stay home. It's a plan. And he speaks here about the plan. The important thing, he mentions Spain. And just over the weekend, because there's no professional sport at the moment, I was watching reruns of the FIFA World Cup. They took us back to 2002. And I remember being a young man of unbridled passions, celebrating with all of the sweet wine and nectar, Bafana Bafana's victory over Slovenia. Convinced that after that victory, we would qualify for the last 16 of the World Cup. Unfortunately, after 3-2 loss to Spain, Bafana Bafana on equal points with Paraguay finished on four points and did not qualify for the last 16, but did not disgrace themselves. After that, where did we go? We changed our plan. We changed our football, perhaps, some argue, and it has been difficult ever since. Spain, on the other hand, perennial bridesmaids, never the bride. Where did they go? It seems as though fate is not without a sense of irony because eight years later on South African soil, Spain won the World Cup. The Spain that South Africa almost beat when they lost by three goals to two in Japan and South Korea. Benny McCarthy and Lucas Hatebe scoring uh, the two South African goals for Bafana Bafana and it took a brace from Raul Gonzalez and a terrible mistake from Andre Aranza to ensure that... Uh, Uh, Spain could win the match. There was nothing to decide. There was nothing to choose between the two teams. But eight years later, they were worlds apart. It speaks about a plan. And here was Steve Compella talking about that then, three years back. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. I don't know whether we are aware as a society that football is but a reflection of how we think and how we go on with our business are we patient enough as a nation in anything you sit down you think after thinking you draw a plan after planning you prepare after preparation you start participating and in between up until you start participating there's gonna be some setbacks shortfalls you review you reflect and consolidate, move on. Review, reflect, consolidate, move on up until you reach your final destination. But we South Africans are different. Our thinking is that, bring a plan. Let's make it a four or five year plan or 10. First year or six months in a plan. You immediately think, no, 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 I must have achieved my objectives. Very impatient. I think it's high time that we stop looking at Bafana Bafana but address ourselves as a nation, as a society, how much patience we have in everything. Whether you go religious, political, whatever, as a society, even in economics, 
I want to get rich now. I don't care. And in the process of my wanting to get rich now, there's a whole lot of souls that I tremble on. I don't care. There, there are no values. So we need to create a system that respects planning. And planning comes at the back of serious thinking. We've had too many meetings where we were thinking. We've had so many plans. Carlos Queroz had a plan in 2002. And you and I are quick to say it's gathering dust at Safa. Let it gather dust. But somebody has to go there, pick up that plan, put it into action. You can have a hell of a great document, but it must be brought to life. We are not prepared to bring stuff to life. Maybe, maybe because all of us, we don't want, we don't have the courage to face pressure. Because when you're building something, there's going to be a hell of a lot of pressure. Amazola will ask you, but coach, things are not working and all that. Respond to him. Explain to him that, listen, we are at this level, at this stage of the whole preparation. Sometimes we abandon it because we, we feel the fire. So we need courage. And maybe the plea that one can make is, is, is maybe even members of media be part of our thinking and planning and preparation. And maybe in as much as we, we criticize how we go on with our business, let us also try highlight the importance of being patient with the program. You will see success. Let me immediately make points of reference. If you go to Spain, the Spaniards had their plan. You can go back. You have got the best files and information. You guys are better equipped. <coughs> go to Germany. Go to everybody. And recently, watch the English. It's so easy to identify with England because we've been colonized by the English. Maybe something that comes from them will have a better reflection on us. And we shall believe a little bit better. Look at them. Look at their junior teams. Don't be shocked in three, four years when England shows something at international level. It is because they sat down, they thought, they planned, they prepared, and they participated. But what are we doing? All that I'm pleading for, I'm not going to talk football here. All that I'm trying to request as a nation, South Africans have the understanding of thinking about a plan, sticking to the plan, have the conviction. In between, you'll reflect and review. Good enough. But be prepared to go the distance. You never reach your objectives at the end whilst you're in the middle of a plan. Never. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. That was a year before England would go on to be beaten 2-1 in the semifinals of the FIFA World Cup 2018 in Russia by Croatia. Long before anyone ever gave England a chance. That was Steve Compella. Coach, thank you so much for your time and thank you for holding. Good evening. Good evening, sir. I was just going through uh, some of all of the uh, old interviews that that we used to do, especially when you are uh, up here in Gauteng coaching Kaiser Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And especially in the latter days, uh, I think you became quite philosophical uh, about your role at Kaiser Chiefs and um, what it meant to you to be a coach. Uh, and I say coach because a coach is, is almost, a, in fact, is a teacher. Mm. And uh, towards the end, I, if I'm correct, you were teaching more, but in all the noise of, no, he must go, we want to win the league, etc., etc., Mm. All of these things weren't heard. Now, this lockdown mm. has given us an opportunity to reflect and listen more clearly to what you have said. And and part of what you said there, and you repeat it on occasion, and you're not the only one who has said it. Many people have said it. Many yeah. football coaches have said it. Yeah. Is that football is a reflection of the society, of the culture. And maybe you can expand on that a little bit more. I, I, I've heard this many a times, not only from a pizza, not only from a governant, not only from a Gorin not only from a Rulani Mukwena, even from guys who came from abroad who had been with us to share their skill and their knowledge, whether it's Carlos Queiroz, Stuart Baxter, whoever, even the late Styles Pumo, the Trot Molotos of this world, everybody has said the same. But the one thing that I pick up out of all those Nobody listened. Then bringing us to a point that are we, are we, are we so, so knowledgeable that we can't, we can't understand something mentioned by so many, and each time we don't follow what has been said, nothing works. When you make a reference to other people who have followed the same template, 
there had been massive success. I just got shocked to, I mean, by, by what you just said when you spoke to to the English plan. I I was not even aware then what the outcome would be. But at least when I listened to that interview and looked at what England had done and who they had been recently, uh, the interview and the English progression talks, talks, talks the same language. Hmm. It is not out of intelligence. It is just basic frameworks and templates that are there. My, my thinking is purely based on templates. Life is purely based on templates. When God created us, he gave us templates. Everything has got framework. But if you don't realize that the frameworks are there for you to carry along, you, you, you're going to get lost. Let me quickly cite an example of the frameworks that mm-hmm. human beings have. We have a framework that is surrounded by senses. Simple. Hearing, tasting, smelling, sight. Those are the five, those are five fundamental templates, I call them. Your sense, without your senses, you are but nothing. As we, as we having a discussion, listeners are, are, are actually using their ears to receive from our speech. We are using our mouth to utter the speech, but the ears are the receptors. Uh, someone is also searching for the frequency, looking at the, the radio or whatever. They are using their sight to detect what is right to. When, when you record through sight, when you see, when you record through sense, when you smell, mm-hmm. when you record through taste and touch and hearing, that immediately re- registers in your mind and then you start functioning. It's a template of how human beings operate. That's why the big engineers, when they engineer a motor car, a vehicle, they put sensors. When you put a reverse gear, you go back. It will give an indicator that pa, 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 I'm just about to bump. Yes. It's information. Now, engineers, they are not, they are not intelligent, these guys. They just look at the framework of what is the mechanic, what, what happens when a bed flies, and then they come up with an aircraft. What happens when, 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 a human being, when a human being operates? They use their senses. Let me put a patronic, it's a sensor. That's how they safeguard and they look intelligent. There's nothing else but that they sense. So the template of our human survival and being is based on senses. A template of a society is reflected in the society's sporting and cultural activities and a whole lot. Now, when I come back to the question without that long background, mm-hmm. sport as a true or microscopic reflection of society simply means this. When you saying to a South African player, I want you to play football this way, you might be missing out on first understanding how do they prefer to play football. When I develop or generate a training plan for my team, we are doing visual visual training now or visual work because we cannot be in charge with players at home. When Manda asks me that, hey, let's try generate a topic, what can we discuss? I say to Manda, no, go back to them and ask them which areas don't they understand? What is it that they need to know? Now, when they tell you what they don't understand, you can then come up and generate something that may be relevant with them. We don't have to speak a language because I want to, I want to address French, and we're not French speaking as a radio. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be irrelevant. So most of the time, we need to first understand what are the requirements of a South African player and then generate a plan relevant to South African player, the conditions and everything in football. Our South African society is extremely divided. Make no mistake. Yes. And it is not out of the problems that South Africans citizens themselves go through, but it is at the back of the background and history. There's a very stupid statement I once made at our dinner table when I was with my staff. I said to my staff members, and I hope this won't go down as one of those ways or more like utterances coming to manifest. And I said to them, the only thing I said this is in a cheese, I said this is in at arrows. I said the only thing that can unite South Africans, if we can have an enemy coming from outside, a serious threat that can come and we feeling we are all threatened equally. We're all in the same boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shall unite against look at what is happening with the virus. You see pure class in terms of how society is. When you listen to the U.S., you listen to the Italians, you listen to the French, you listen to the Germans, anybody else, 
they bring an element of solidarity. When you draw a national anthem, when you draw a national flag, you are bringing a symbol that's going to unite the citizens of that particular nation. But when they see that symbol, and they see themselves as one. Mm. But in South Africa, just even, I'm not criticizing our national anthem or set up. We had to improvise. We had to be created based on the, how we are as society. Our national anthem is broken into different, into different uh, languages. There's nothing wrong with that. It's top. That is the definition. It's a microscopic reflection of other societies. So in all these, you see how division is in South Africa. Mm. But, 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 in as much as that is put in the Constitution, it is a law, it has been formulated by politicians, human beings, South African citizens, must get clarity and try, find a way to go to coexist and live as a citizen of South Africa so that when the U.S. is in arms, when Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, tells you about New Yorkers, he will tell you about people living in New York are resilient, they are strong, they are what was. It's a definition of an America in New York. Would you define Johannesburg for me? Would you define Cape Town for me? Maybe Cape Town for its racist policy sometimes one could, but that was negative. Mm-hmm. How do you, what, what's your definition of South Africa? You can't because there are places in South Africa which are more similar to the very affluent places in Europe and there are others which are even worse than the worst places on earth, all next to each other. Just listen, I'm saying to you, let's go past Marlboro. If you go down Marlboro South, you find the richest square in Africa. If you hit Marlboro slightly, you go slightly north, northeast, you find Alex, then you realize the difference of Africa is now. Based on that, how then can we find a uniform way of playing when even from our backgrounds we are so divided? Mm. You, 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 when, when a national coach comes here, when you employ a foreign national, foreign nationals come with templates again. A guy can, comes from, let's say, Yugoslavia, Bulgaria, whatever. When he comes here, he wants to understand what unites these people. Okay, Mandela. When they go to a press conference, the first utterance is a coach, what, how, what you know, <laughs> he will speak of Mandela. Mandela was a unifying force. He was the person who be referred to. And then one of them would tell you that, yeah, when we have to build a South African national team, it must be built. What is the spirit of these people? Oh, my goodness. Oh, what, oh the spirit of Nelson Mandela, resilience, persistence, and all that. Never say that. So these are some of the values we never extracted and highlighted to consolidate the people we are. If you talk of Germans, they will tell you that our German machine, precision. Mm. If you talk of an English team, transparent, whatever. If you talk of Spaniards, you can easily identify all those nations, identify South Africa. Okay, let me ask the question. Let me, because you are getting into the issue of football identity, which we have discussed at length on this show during our football development segment, when again, heartbroken before the 2018 World Cup, we resolved this time here on KFM 95.9 to say we are not going to keep complaining about Bafana Bafana's perennial failure to qualify for the World Cup, yeah. but we are going to go back to the ground and see what's being done right, what's being done wrong. Now, mm. as part of those conversations, the thing mm. that would always creep up, I had Cabo Zondo here, I had uh, 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 Brian Baloi, I had even Johan Nieskins, and they all spoke about this idea of football identity, which we then went and discussed at length with Safa's technical director, uh, uh, Neil Tovim. And he spoke, he told us about the Pagati, uh, about the, the Ubuntu, about the whole uh, 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 t- technical manuscript that is uh, our document here in South Africa. So asking this question differently then to Steve Compella, as we discuss South African society first, before we get into football, how then, coach, were we able to get some of this right in that period from 1996 to 2002? How were we able to find, maybe by luck, I don't know, but to find a way that we played that was, you could identify a Bafana Bafana team, that we would have guys coming on the wings, we would have uh, ball players in the middle of the park, we would have defenders at the back. I was interviewing Eric Tinkler not too long ago, asking him what has happened to the white footballer in South Africa. Mm. We would have uh, 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 
uh, strikers in the in in the box in the kitchen uh, putting mm. the ball in the back of the net. All of which mm. seems to be missing now. So how then were we able to get it right then? What did we get right in our society that allowed us to get football right in that period of 96 to 2002? It's a very complex question. You cannot be responded to by a very simplistic answer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got just, it's multi-layered. One, how the setup was then. I, I, I'm a product of school sports. I, I remember when I was doing a kid, we had to leave between high school from Queensland. We came to Devon for the Mill Cup Finals. And we're playing every Wednesday. I was, I was doing high school. I knew that on Wednesday, we're going to play against Cananelo. We'll play against whoever. The comp- school competition was great. Even at primary level, lower levels and all that. I don't know how far vibrant is that. Now, there's a huge difference between a league and a tournament. Amen. A league, yes. A league, the APSA Premiership would run for 30 matches. A tournament is Telcom that runs maybe for four or five matches. And after Telcom tournament, after MTN tournament, after NetBank tournament, what then happens? Everything stops. So people must not be must not be misled by a lot of tournaments. A lot of tournaments do not have sustainability. When you have leagues, then you are consistently engaging a you have to play and play and play. And the best teacher in any sporting activity is the game. So when you create leagues then you guaranteed a better product coming out. If you look at the MBC, if you created shield, shield knockout, you would have those matches quickly, pop, 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 then done, and then what? Mm. But if you're having a league, then you are guaranteed it's a consistent... If you want to improve product, there has to be a level of consistency in revisiting the product, shape it, mold it, tweak it, twist it, up until it gets that level. We had those at school level. Then you come to LSA. LSAs were alive. When I played uh, at school on Wednesday, weekend I was going to play for, for, for Python or play for some team deal, whatever, weekend. And they would make it a point that they choose these guys who play good football at school. Stars at school immediately become stars. Weekend, 3 o'clock you go play. Whether it is an open field, wherever, you play in there. Then, I mean, Sunday, Monday you go back to school. So apart from that, then as soon as it got more semi-professional, then you would go have your Zambak leagues and all that, and then you'd have your NPSA. So the chain was clear. Right from school all the way up. From school at primary and all that. Now then, then in the past, they would call it sporting, 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 sports art and, art and culture, something like that. They, they had some name, but it had sports and culture embedded together. Now, arts, culture, and sports, and education, to me, they carry the same values. Whether you want respect, whether you want integrity, whatever human values you want to get, you'll get out of that sports and education to me are the same thing. Because the way I treat my players, we arrive at school, they arrive. There's an opening remark, school parade is a prayer, whatever, assembly, whatever, and then there's training, training is education, even though now you teach in a practical way, and at school, you give them frameworks in terms of theory. But when you are at training, you're saying, okay, I'll explain the concept. I want us to play a possession-based game. This is how it is played. It becomes more complex because what you say must then reflect in a match. So it becomes training, try to test, to stay, and all that. And then you go for participation. So we had all those. Then you had a lot of players who were available. You'd have, uh, you know, I had a unique honor privilege to be in a company of our passion, Masango. Mm. The late Suz Mushu, mm. the late Timmy Kambule, mm. David Nyati, Lucas Khatebe, mm. Dr. Kumalo, Mark Williams, Phil uh, Masinga, Bennett Masinga, Duncan Crowley. We mm. had strikers. Listen, even guys in Cape Town always complain that there are yellow men in Johannesburg. You don't pick up our people in Cape Town. There was talent in abundance. If you looked at Mamelodi Sundowns, if you look at Kaiser Chiefs, you have Shane McGregor, Fanima Jesus, you have Albert Buolo. If you look at Orlando Pirates, you have Abomanda Stolle, Basil Stienkamp, Abotewo Homuloi. And then when you look at Morocco Solo, Samuel Kazin, and all those men. Mzala. So you can go on and on. Forget when you go to Free State Stars, where you'll be having your heart for Melan, Moses Muloi. You come to Amazon, you have a whole 12 fire. You go to Calvin Pickett, you know, Abu Bushpats. I mean, about, about the, 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 what do you call this, uh, 
It was pushbacks, yes. They've been pushbacks, yes. The golden black one, Kevin Tillerson. You can name them. Then you go to Cape Town, Boregi, Junkies, and all those. There, there was too much talent. Now, where that talent came from, it came from LSAs who were providing football. It came from schools who were providing football. Even as much as the development process was not systematic, it was accidental. Yet it was yielding a result. Uh, you, are, you are right, but I'm going to challenge you on that point. Uh, on that point, because if you're tuning okay. into KFM 95.9, you're listening to the home of the Afropolitan. On the other side of this line is Steve Compella, Golden Arrows coach. But we're going down and trying to understand why it is, and this is in light of what we're facing in South Africa with COVID-19, that mm. when things go wrong. We tend to get down on ourselves. We blame yeah. ourselves. We are the worst people. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and whenever we're faced with these kind of challenging situations, then some, sometimes, usually, it brings out the worst in us. But every now and again, it brings out the best in us. And the question is, football yeah. is no different from South Africa. We agree that is a reflection of, of, the, of the country's culture. And so if, if football isn't doing well, if we keep lambasting Bafan, I'm always shocked. I'm always shocked when people laugh at Bafana Bafana and then they say, no, but Abad's a qualifier. I ask them, are you the best in Africa at, at what you are doing in your job? Are you the best? So why must Bafana Bafana be the best if you are allowed to be the worst? Why? Because what's going to make Bafana Bafana the best is if you, in your job, whatever you're doing, decide that you want to be the best. So in terms of understanding that, Coach, you mentioned that this development... It was mm. accidental. But the difference mm. then, I would say now, is that all those players you mentioned from all over the country, the black ones, the colored ones, ah. we came from very similar environments, yeah. the townships. Now, no, if we come... Uh, and, and let me just finish the question, Coach. If we come ahead to 96, 2002 in the yeah. democratic era, because those players I mentioned about, a lot of them are 80s and maybe one or two early 90s. If we come into that area, 96 or 2002 we somehow were able to get it right, but it included, and football was transformed long before transformation. In the 70s already, we had mixed teams. But it included black and white players and colored players and even Indian players in a democratic era where everyone was part of this football story, which we haven't seen since before. Because nowadays, we don't get many white South Africans playing football at the highest level. So, 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 so maybe the difference then is that we all lived the same life in the township. But now, we're living very different lives. Some of us are rich. Some of us are poor. Some of us black people maybe don't even know the township anymore. Football is not our first love as it was. Is that maybe one of the differences? Could be. And, and the world has changed tremendously. Yes. Uh, it's a world of us and Venga once, once, once he put some, some strange concept on it. He was talking of verticality and horizontality. In terms of in terms of modern management, listen, uh, you don't you don't tell these folks now what to do. You have to make them understand why it has to be done. There's, there has to be a shift in terms of our leadership, in terms of how we deal with these superstars. Now, look at it this way: you you are dealing with an Ozil or a Ronaldo, you are a Steve Compella or you are a Trapattoni, whoever you are. This guy has got his private jet. And you, you cannot instruct this guy what to do. Whether you like it or not, you have to make them understand why it has to be done. I'm coming, driving to training, driving my own 1.2, and this kid comes and he's driving a 4.6 or whatever engineering, and, and you can see that this guy is still the end well. And make no mistake, the power of economy raises the voice of the individual. There are some of us who, if we did not have the level of economic uh, advantages we had, we wouldn't have had a word, but now you have a voice because you have a bit of power in terms of how you appear. Now, dealing with such superstars, dealing with such players has changed completely. When I when I worked under visual theory, or Ray Lawrence in a three stars, when he said to me, hey, listen, you have to climb the mountain, you run 12 run 12 kilometers, I would just say, hey, how, how far, how high? It's not about why. <laughs> now, these ones, you are talking to a scientist. You are talking to, to, to Myamani from, 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 from Supersport. This guy is a scientist. He studied, he studied uh, sports science at school. 
Now you want to tell him that, no, 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 listen, I want you guys to run. You tell him that, wait a minute, coach, I, I think in terms of science. So you need to be informed to operate in the current environment. You cannot just operate without knowledge. So I'm saying then, the dynamics of human beings have changed. Leadership has to change. The players we were then, if we were to come and play now, would be a complete mistake. And the players who are playing now will never see it in, in, in the previous administration and all that. Because club back would come there and say, uh, listen, my back four, David, Dewey, uh, Lucas, and uh, I'll play with Briggs, back four. No clarity, nothing. You come here, you see back four, or you are talking about half spaces and all that. So coaches must get to that level because you are now dealing with people who've got more capacity in terms of seeing things than understanding. If you ignore that, the rest of the world has moved extremely forward and you are left behind. Those are some of the dynamics. And then you look at the very same liberty become a challenge because, you know, you know what happens as soon as we give a lineup of past two before the match kicks mm-hmm. off the three? Mm-hmm. As soon as that comes out, there's, there's unbelievable opinion. Ah, but how can we play this one and that one? No, where is this one? And they don't know that maybe the player is injured. Before, you would go on, they would only know on Monday, if they are lucky, on the, on the, on, on the corner of Soweti, they would see that, oh, three stage stars, three stars beat Boosters 1-0. Mm. They won't even know who, who played. They will just realize that Moses Murray scored a, a scorcher. That mm. was it. So the, the, the opinion was not as fresh. You're as talking as about as the opinion from the public social media and other things. Public social media. Now, the, the biggest mistake that we commit as people who are high of commit, I mean, uh, opinionated, is when we think what we know should be what should happen. Not really. Mm. Sometimes you've got the best team in your brain that comes ah, you must play this one and that one and this one and that one. In an ideal world, but there's a real world. There are two worlds. <laughs> in your ideal world, there are no mistakes. It's perfect. In a real world, there's, there's lots of dynamics. A Zungu has got a groin, he's got a he's got this, or you can't play a kind of instrument. Anyone there's this. There's a whole lot of other things coaches go through. And uh, beyond the thought is the chemistry and the environment. We thrive through energy. When you're amongst them, you will feel the energy yourself. Mm-hmm. And then energy will drive and dictate you. These are some of the challenges, whether we like it or not. And the same goes with international coaches. You know, there's a new phenomenon that happened in, 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 the, in the Belgium squad. Martinez, who's one of the... I, I, I hate him highly. He's one of the most intelligent coaches I know. Pochettino in that line, mm-hmm. and Pukel, the one with the PSG. Those are the guys that say these guys, their brains work like hell. Mm-hmm. Even these people who are with uh, uh, the German team now, the blue one that's giving people problems in life. Okay? That, yes. guy, that guy is very intelligent. Now, what happened with, with, with Belgium, <laughs> this guy takes his national player for a coaching course. Hmm. The, the national players, players who come for national collab for Belgium, they are put through coaching courses so that they can start thinking as Like coaches. a coach, yes. yes. Now, the minute the player, and, and I'm, not going to be, I'm not going to be mean, but I just want you to understand what you just said and what I say. The huge difference between thinking like a coach and thinking as a coach. Benda will say, oh, we don't understand you now, you're starting. <laughs> That small detail is massive. He wants those players to think as a coach. Yes. When you're a football player and thinking as a coach, you are going to solve the problem. The coach doesn't need to, to tell you what's happening. Now, the level of intelligence gets higher. Your neurons function even at the highest level. You can analyze things because you're thinking as a coach. You are coaching. You are not playing. You are solving a footballing problem as a coach, not solving a football problem as, as a player. And then the player becomes easier to coach from the coach's side because then they begin to understand some of the challenges that the coach faces. Coach, we are going to come back after this shortly. I'm going to just uh, cut you shortly. we just go to an ad break and we'll come back and continue with that point and also wrap things up here.
by talking about specifically how South African football can come out of this COVID-19 crisis because it's given us a break, some time to reflect how we can come out stronger as the South African football community. So when we come back, we'll hear from uh, Coach Steve Compella as we continue this this discussion here on the home straight. It's KFM 95.9. We'll be back after this. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya Breakfast. Breakfast. Zimbabwe has ordered a total lockdown to combat the coronavirus. Could this be a bit too late or is this actually a manageable time? Frankly, the response looked more like a copy and paste of what South Africa has done since the outbreak of coronavirus. There hasn't been really any testing capacity. So even the numbers that we're getting from Zimbabwe, they are highly misleading. Just seven cases that tested positive and one dead, but this is not the true picture because of a very poor testing capacity. Dewa Mavinga, Southern Africa Director with Africa Division at Human Rights Watch. Kaya Breakfast with David O'Sullivan, Tabiso Sigwani and Jason Goliath. Monday to Thursday, 6 to 9 a.m. Stand a chance to win a three-month Kaya TV subscription by giving you access to Diode TV series, documentaries, cooking shows, news and sport, kids club and so much more. And that's not all. You also get 10 movie vouchers to rent, the latest blockbusters straight off the cinema and perfect for the whole family. The price is valued at 567 Rand. To enter, simply SMS your name and your email address to 36959. Terms and conditions apply. Visit kayatv.co.za for more. Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. Home of the Afropolitan. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. It's Kaya FM 95.9. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Musibudi Waite. This is The Home Straight. And uh, we are joined on the line by Golden Arrows coach Steve Compella. We're just uh, picking his brain um, about all that's happening in the country and how this affects football. The COVID-19 global pandemic has led to a break in professional sport around the world. And um, this has given us time to reflect. In just a couple of minutes' time, we'll hear from uh, Betway's uh, uh, a marketing manager here in South Africa, David Rachidi, how this has affected the sports economy, how this is affecting them. But for the moment, let's continue our discussion and wrap things up uh, with Steve Compella, who was, who was sharing with us what it means now to coach a professional footballer, that times have changed. Because the ultimate question that we are pursuing throughout this interview here, and we could talk to him for two hours or three or four even, is that football is but a reflection of South African society. This crisis we're facing right now gives gives us an opportunity to really look at ourselves as South Africans. How are we the problem in some of the, the things that we create? You know, uh, there's that saying, you know, if I want to find my enemy, I'll look in the mirror. Because most of the times you'll find that you are the person that's standing in your own way. How are we standing in our own way in terms of being the best, in terms of fighting COVID-19? And going back to a decade ago when the world said South Africa couldn't host the World Cup, South Africa then rose to the occasion and said, we'll show them. We're going to host a fantastic World Cup. And that's exactly what we did. So the question here is, how can we use this crisis to make South African football better? And the number one advert for South African football, I don't care who says what, yes, people watch the, the, the derby around the world, is international football. The Senior Men's World Cup, you just see it. People will tell you they've never heard of a country until they saw their team doing well at the World Cup. They never heard of Costa Rica until they saw them doing well at the World Cup. They never heard of Paraguay. They never heard of Croatia until they watched the World Cup. So what do we need to fix about South African society that we can then get football right and not the other way around? Steve Compella is giving us his thoughts, coach. So, I mean, I guess that's the, the, the last way then that we can wrap this up. What do we need to get right as South Africans first before we can say, oh, let's fix football, let's fix Bafana Bafana? It goes back to the interview you played earlier on. Come up with a plan. And when you have a plan, follow that plan. And you must know exactly. Now, when, 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 before you build a structure, you want to build a mall, you want to build a house, or you want to build whatever. You, you go out, you, you generate a plan. You bring this idea to a frame that, okay, this is how I want this thing to look. 
And then as soon as, so you start with the end in mind. Already you know how this thing is going to end. And in between, then you have your timelines and all that, where you're checking all that. So that's all we need. And you are informed, obviously, by the competitions. Qatar 2022 is two years. I mean, we can't say now we need to pull out a plan for Qatar 2022. Uh, let's rather look at maybe Mexico, U.S. 2026, go to 2030, 2034. Go as far as that. We need to think more long term for, for tournaments like World Cups who happen over four years. But think coach, again, more go- medium term, if you're looking at AFCONs who happen two years, uh-huh. and for people who work on one year, then the TSL, you're thinking like why? But 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 coach, you see, and and this is where we will face opposition. You know better than I do. You had your plan at Amakosi, you couldn't finish your plan because people said, "I know." See, I live. Magahambelo. No, no. So 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 what? So what? Because Bafana Bafana is a team that belongs to the people. People yeah. will be become despondent at the first loss. They will say, "Ah, no, yeah. we don't have a plan." So how then can we stick to the plan if we, the people, haven't got faith in the plan? Yeah, I'm saying, listen, let's come and go. Let them come. They must. They come in, they go out. Let them fall. But when you have the plan, it is more to the institution and not some coach who walks by the gate carrying a briefcase. When Steve Compella comes in, he must try to see that that plan goes as far as he has gone. When supporters have lost patience and they're feeling like, ah, no, but these, our, our arch rivals are laughing at us and all that. When Steve Compellan has to go, that plan has to continue in the absence of Steve now. That has to be attached to the institution. I'm going to give an example of that. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't then have, you're going to restart after crash, you're going to have problems. In no time, you're going to go back to square one again because your plan was based on the suitcase of a coach who came in. When they leave, your plan collapses. Barcelona, Barcelona does not speak to a, to a, to a briefcase of a coach who comes in. Luis Enrique, Pep Guardiola, uh, Tito, and all those, all those, they came, they found a system. But that system was built by Johan Cruyff and all of them. That is their Barca will never have problems. They can acquire the best five players all over the world, get the best players in Spain, but their, their, their development develops, not only players, coaches as well. So you need to have a structure, a system that says, I want to come up with a, a, a system that works for me. But in between, Risto Stoichkov, he will come, he will get fired. Uh, Johan Nielsen comes, gets fired. Mm-hmm. Henry Michel comes, gets fired. But the system is developing itself, developing itself. We know that there's pressure every day. Now, as soon as then Coach Pito comes in, he, 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 he comes at the back of maybe four, five, six, seven heads that have fallen. But what was important it was the progress Manilodi Sandals was doing in an attempt to find a system that works for the institution. But for Bafana must go the same route. People come and go. Let them come and go. These guys, that's their job. But he must leave something. Okay, he left a brick, he goes. Somebody will put on a, 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 a window pane, let him go. What do we need? Ah, we need someone who is going to do final touch-ups now. The one who's lucky is the one who's going to be doing the final touch-ups, put a painting there. No, it's not at the right level and all that. Listen, that's what life is all about. Sometimes there are those who work hard, and then others will just come and bask in the glory. It's part of life. But mm. a system that works. If you can create a system, you should be riding on what Stuart Baxter had left. Stuart Baxter was supposed to be riding on whoever the predecessor had been and all that. And that must have been a plan that had been created by Carlos Quiroz, Roger de Sartre, Trotmolot, and Steve Compella in 2000. That in 2012, in 2022, we are on this plan. Go to Japan, check the plan they have. Japan has a 50-year plan, and they are still within, and they are yielding a result. Christmas will watch the East. The East is coming. Yeah, now, yeah. If you look at China, why does China invest so much in football? Because they realize the value of football. Why did we have a fight between the U.S. and Russia over the hosting of 2018 up until there was chaos in football and all that? People who study football politics will tell you. Why is it that your, your Germany, your England, are so big in sports? They understand the power of sports has, more especially football. So back home here, we should do the same. And I think my parting short when it comes to what could be 
at the end of 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 of, of this small small uh, stop of the league is that one there's nothing we can do. We'll have to stay home to stop the spread of the virus so that it's gone. As soon as it's gone, whatever damage has been, it be economic, it be social, it be mental, we'll have to go back and try to clean that. But from a footballing perspective, we'll have to go back, look at the program. Okay, the program has stopped. How many matches are left? Seven. Try to get the players to the same state of mind that, yes, you have to win the league. The certain matches to go, then we look at the table. It's compared to what is our what is our goal? Mm. We want to, let's see how many points. So you immediately come be immediately at that same level of energy, mindful of their state of physical conditioning. They have not been training as a unit. They have been training at home, talking to them and all that. You need to bring them in quickly, get them ready physically, get them ready mentally and try bring in that glue again because football is about chemistry, the mm. emotional glue. Now, the intensity that Kaiser Chiefs had before the stop is not going to be the same when they resume. Somebody might get an added advantage depending on how you look at it. Or they would be lucky enough that everybody is deflated. We all have to start from a demoralized position. Then we got a strength that we all get strong. Maybe, maybe, which I pray doesn't happen, the remaining six, seven matches might not give our supporters us what they want because the momentum was there, it was hot in the kitchen. Now, when it is hot in the kitchen, you switch off the stove, you open the windows, the stove is cold. When you come back into the kitchen, it's not hot, it is warm. Mm. By the time the heat comes out, the leak comes to an end. That could be the phenomenon we face. And beyond that, the minds of the players are all over now, which the same happens with our society. Our people are going through the same. You know what it is. People are in their homes with their family. Mm. And in as much as it's good to be with family, you find yourself in the same environment, same people and all that and all that. It builds, it builds a whole lot of other things. But I think uh, your mental coaches, life coaches, psychologists have to deal with that because it becomes too complex. And our people, everybody needs a breather. You can't be in a, in a, in a pressure to cook forever. I mean, our kids can't be seeing their fathers every day, day in, day out. I baby is here. They can't even move a chair. I baby is here. And daddy as well can't be, can't be wherever he wants to go. Maybe he wants to, to, to scratch his toe. Kids are here. Or money is here. Or money as well needs some space to think and reflect. They need their time. Sometimes money needs to sit there and have a peace of mind. Do nothing, but have a lot of reflection and thinking about them. They need that. So it's so so clustered. That comes in. And then comes the economic part of how much have we suffered. We've seen teams like Juventus, the whole Bayern Munich, Man City, have a lot of teams claiming that, okay, this is what they're doing in terms of finances. There's obviously, there's going to be the negative impact from and thank you so much, Coach. The negative impact on the economy, unfortunately, that's where we'll have to leave it because we are going to have a quick drive-by with David Rachidi from Betway about the economic impact of COVID-19 on the sports economy. Coach, thank you so much for your time. And next time you're in Gauteng, please do come to studio so that uh, the Afropolitans as well can interact with you, call you, and uh, you can share some of your wisdom. Uh, please keep sharing those videos, especially on social media during the lockdown, motivating us. And uh, let us hope that uh, Bafana Bafana come the very future, very, very close future, will begin to reflect a successful South African society. Thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure. You and I must do that. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, Steve Compella, man. A man for all seasons, and I think uh, we could talk to him any time.